Hey guys, just jumping on real quick here to talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard of it, Anchor is through Spotify. It's one of the easiest ways just to be able to produce a podcast. It's got everything you need in just one place. So Anchor has the tools. It allows you to record, edit, do everything you need to make a podcast right from your phone or your computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcasts on different platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many different more. It's an awesome tool. I love using it. I've been using it for a little bit now. And the cool thing about it is it's absolutely free. So if you're interested in starting up a podcast, if you're interested in getting involved in podcast work, then download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. But it didn't change the fact that I was still lying and it didn't change the fact that I was still cheating. Did you ever notice that a lot of toxic people claim to be normal? Like they act normal or they they tell other people like, oh, like I am good. I am a good person. I am normal. Like and all all as like an image to like other people. Like, did you ever notice that? Like you might have been like, wow, like I feel like crazy in this relationship. And when I like open my mouth to tell like my friends about it, they think I'm crazy too. Because they don't see it in my spouse. They don't see it in my partner. They don't see it in the relationship that I'm in. And so as a result, I feel like I'm going crazy. Does that happen to you? Have you felt that way in a relationship? Because a lot of times you have narcissists that will claim to be normal. That will claim to be a good person. And they'll keep that facade. They'll keep that mask up for a long period of time to be able to convince everybody else in your life that they're the normal one and that you're the crazy one. If you've experienced that at all, just leave a comment down below and share with other, share this with other people so that they understand and know that they're not alone. Because there's a lot of people watching some of these videos that are like, well, yeah, but that just happened to me. Or, wow, this makes sense, but like, it's probably just me. Like, like comment, share, whatever, so other people know, hey, it's not just them. There's a lot of people that struggle with this, okay? If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. If you don't follow on any other platforms, please do just to join that community and also be able to get the nuggets of truth we drop every single day and to be able to share those with other people. So we are on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn. Would love to have you interact with any of the videos. If you're out driving and you can't watch it, then feel free to listen on the podcast. So we're on Amazon Music, Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anything like that. Listen, like, share, review. You never know what you might share today might impact someone else to be able to get free from that toxicity that they're stuck in. Would love to be able to have you join our NARC app. You type in NARC, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community. That's what it stands for, NARC, into Apple Store or Google Play. Would love to be able to have you download that because there's a lot of people on there that are there championing you, cheering you on as you heal, grow, and change, and as you learn and develop who you are to be the next version of you, a person that's come through the shit, now to become successful in all areas of life. But we're working on that to be able to provide courses, to be able to provide interactions, exercises, to be able to provide uh, accountability of track your no contact, record your truth, a, a way to be able to provide a weekly coaching, you know, where you can actually get into a live environment where you can actually say, hey, let me ask these questions. Let me figure out what's going on. And then a monthly group coaching call where we bring everybody onto a Zoom call and try to help them through different areas of life that's moving forward. But like, how do you continue this growth? How do you continue changing? Not just getting out of the narcissistic abusive relationship, but moving forward. 
Would you do that today? Would you just download that? Check it out. If you don't know what narcissism is, download that. Look up the nine traits. They're on there in a course free for you to look at so you can understand more about narcissistic personality disorder and how it affects different people's lives. If you want to talk to me sometime, go to rawmotivations.com, click on one of the links down below, and we'll jump right in. All right, so narcissists a lot of times claim to be normal, right? They, they can claim to be good. They claim to be honest. They claim to be faithful. They claim to be, you know, committed to one person or committed to a job or a cause. But then you're like, wait a second, it doesn't match up, right? It doesn't match up with their words with their actions. A lot of times they'll claim to be that good person of like, I'm a good person. Like, you know, I, I'm here, you know, I'm here, I'm providing, I, I'm showing up, I'm not running away, I'm, I'm still here. But at the same time, they're still abusive. A lot of times, what I've seen just being on the platform is you'll have two different types of people that typically pop up. Ones that claim not to be abusive or normal, and then ones that claim to be good. When we talk about people claiming not to be abusive, it's typically like narcissists being like, hey, I'm a narcissist, I'm not abusive. And while there are people out there that are not that are narcissists that are not abusive, I find it to be a small minority. Not as many people that are out there that are true narcissists or have been diagnosed with NPD also are interacting with society in a positive way, in a good way. A lot of times all the behaviors match up to being stuff that is very destructive, very deceitful, very hurtful to the people that they have in their life. You see, narcissism is abusive in behavior. Just think of like the ego. A lot of times the ego is so big, maybe the overt or maybe the covert, but a lot of times the ego is so big that it ends up demeaning other people. It ends up putting other people down. It ends up hurting other people. Think of the entitlement of I'm entitled to what I want when I want. A lot of times in in relationships, this translates into coercion and hurting other people, destroying other people mentally, emotionally, physically, sexually, because that entitlement piece is like, I get what I want. I'm the God of my universe, so everybody else is supposed to bow down to me. Which leads a lot of times to being very arrogant and prideful and letting that arrogance destroy other people, whether that's in the workplace environment, whether that's in relationships, whether that's in familial systems, like all types of things of having that chip on their shoulder that ultimately ends up crushing other people. Or maybe just the lack of empathy. And not just the lack of empathy of like, hey, I don't connect with your emotions, But it's more like the idea of, I don't care about your emotions. Your emotions don't really matter to me because I matter to me. My mask matters to me. My world matters to me, not your world. And the other aspect of the lack of empathy is just the refusal to give it. A lot of narcissists have empathy. I don't think all narcissists are devoid of no empathy at all. There's a lot of narcissists that do have empathy, but the choice is, do I give it or do I keep it? I'd rather keep it because if I give you empathy, it's going to show that maybe what you're experiencing is right, which maybe means that I'm wrong. The problem is a lot of times the abuse is subtle. It's not just someone getting beat up. A lot of times it's covert in nature. Maybe that abuse is small aspects of degrading. Over a period of time, you've been degraded and your sense of self-worth and confidence has been eroded over time. Maybe it's building into the relationship dog whistling. Where there's small things in the conversation at home that get blown out of proportion in public to make you feel bad or to make you to react. A lot of times you'll see the small lies, not just the big lies of, you know, one giant thing, but the small lies of different pieces of the story omitted 
to be able to keep them on the path that they want to go on, whether that's cheating, whether that's stealing, whether that's manipulation, whatever it might be. Gaslighting. It's oftentimes a common thing that comes with narcissism, and that is crazy making. It's literally designed to make the other person, the partner, the person in the relationship, feel like they're going insane in order to be able to control what they're focused on. You see, if you're focused on something I did wrong, but I make you feel and understand that the thing that you're focused on completely never existed, then you feel crazy, and then I avoid that accountability. A lot of times you'll see with the covert aspect, the silent treatment. You'll see weeks on end of not talking until you finally come back groveling and saying, hey, I'm sorry, I don't know what I did. And they're like, okay, I guess I'll forgive you now. The quiet rage where they won't tell you what's wrong, but you know that they are pissed off at you. The triangulation between you and others, between you and siblings, between you and people in your household. The victimhood that ends up making a giant drama in every aspect of their life, but they hate and avoid drama, right? A lot of times you'll have narcissists in that covert aspect that is trying to get you to react. And oftentimes what this produces is reactive abuse, where you're pushed so far, you're pushed past your limit that you blow up, that you get mad. They give you the silent treatment for so long, you're just pissed of like, I just want you to talk to me. It makes you rage out. And the thing is, reactive abuse, sometimes people want to put it as being like self-defense. Like there's self-defense is when you're protecting yourself from an immediate danger and threat. Reactive abuse is more along the lines of when you're put in an abusive situation and you react in an abusive way. And as a result, people get confused. So like, wait a second, like, am I the narcissist? Am I not the narcissist? People outside the situation is like, whoa, like you're abusing that person. You're like, no, I'm not. Like I'm reacting to years of that abuse. And it appears like abuse back. And reactive abuse is really hard and really difficult for a lot of people to swallow and be able to take and figure out because the narcissist purposely does certain things to make you react and then be like, look, you're abusing me. And you're abusing me because I've made you crazy. You're abusing me because I've lied to you so much. That's the kind of thing that's going on. Second time a person I said was the one that claims to be good. This is a huge part of my story. Of like, that's who I was. I would claim to be good. I was a good person. I was the, the church kid that would go to church and would do things. Like I would help in ministry. I would be the person I was supposed to be. I would fulfill the name. I would fulfill the title so that I could tell myself and I could tell everybody else and I could exemplify as, a, as an outward exposure, the mask, that I was a good person. And I wanted people to believe that over and over. And the lies that I would have, the manipulation, the gaslighting to make sure that other, other people understood I'm a good person, I'm great at my job, I'm a good father, I'm a good husband, like all these different things, like I'm a good person. But it didn't change the fact that I was still lying and it didn't change the fact that I was still cheating because I wanted to justify what I was doing. So I'd not only tell people, but I would also convince myself that that reality was in this box. This reality is, is in this box, compartmentalizing. Now I would want to justify it and make myself think and believe, hey, I'm the good person in this situation. I'm just put in a bad situation. I just have a wife that doesn't love me, so I got to find someone who does. I just can't communicate to this person. I have to find someone that I can communicate with. And all in all, would kind of twist it in my head to try to make it sound like I was a good person when I was never dem demonstrating or exemplifying that at all. You see, a narcissist a lot of times will say and communicate to you in themselves that they're a good person, 
because they're trying to run away from shame and guilt that they actually know is underneath. That they actually can feel and sense and understand that, hey, this is something that I don't want to that I don't want to engage with. I don't want to be vulnerable. I don't want to be accountable. So I'm going to run from it as fast and as much as I can. And you see that happen time and time and time again. Narcissists a lot of times will claim to be normal. They'll claim to be good to be able to keep you in their lives, to be able to extend their stay in your lives, to be able to manipulate, to be able to control. And you need to first get clear about your situation. You need to set boundaries and you need to understand if that person is not healing, growing and changing on their own, then they're going to bring that toxicity into you. Be careful about the people you bring around in your inner circle and you all have a great day.